0: who live like the, the raised families off of, off of those type of movies man
1: yeah but I, but I know what you mean though once you get once you get in the business game though and you actually start doing it the right way right like when i was doing it it's with, a totally uh, different paying taxes and paying shit like taxes. that <laughs> you, that's when you <laughs> it slows the down. Big idol, right, yeah it's like lo- number one that lets you know okay we have business
0: now. yep it's the first time you deal with those taxes you're paying instead of getting some you know the, that whole thing was like mind-blowing to me man
1: oh yeah llc's man they save you real talk <laughs>
0: <laughs> mike check one two man million views podcast man it's your host wilson mills we're back with another exclusive episode of million views podcast i like to call these interviews exclusives because you know it's more focused on the artist, and in this case the actor director the songwriter I'm assuming, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like this man here this go be one this gonna be one for the record books right here on million views podcast man without further ado mr brandon lee benton himself you know what i'm saying how you doing sir? i'm doing all right i appreciate you having me on man really hey, man the conversation has is just organically flowing you know what i'm saying as i imagined that it would you know i had a chance to briefly meet you through dirty mouth shout out to my dog dirty mouth comedian man all other um what's the what's the name of it damn i always mess it up man mark caesar dirty mouth comedian man smiley um what do they call them Piss your pants the piss your pants <laughs> <laughs> the pitch your pants crew you know what i'm saying but that's how i was introduced to this brother he was um actually inviting us in to come check out the comedy night last wednesday at the um the comedy house
1: yeah yeah the comedy i house.
0: enjoyed myself man I, I was glad that you invited us and in me and my friends we went in there we checked it out i was able to catch um i want to say the host ryan
1: yeah yeah ryan, ryan. and i caught ryan rogers shout out to ryan that. rogers yeah He's ryan great, rogers man great local comedian
0: yeah okay well let's get right into it, sir on million views podcast man like i said it's, it's more in the story of the man woman you know what i'm saying whoever it is we on at the time but today is the man of the hour mr brenton let's start at the beginning man like like let us know where you came from like you know the the, the earliest that you want to share with us man and your upbringing how yeah. did you start for brandon
1: well i uh i was born in south carolina okay i grew up in uh, the greenville area south carolina uh, southern is, bar yeah it's, it's right outside of spartanburg i don't know if you ever heard of spartan not familiar
0: with that yeah um what else is it close to though
1: it's about an hour and a half from everywhere. So you got an <laughs> a, you got an hour and a half from from Atlanta, Georgia. You're okay. an hour and a half from Asheville, North Carolina. Hour and a half from Tennessee. So
0: they call uh, those hub cities where I'm from. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm I mean, like right
1: there at the crooks, basically right. of the state. So
0: and that's all I meant. The hub is the center. You know what I'm saying? At the center of everything, like um, Metairie, where I'm from. Yeah. We yep. got Baton Rouge. We got New Orleans this way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You go across the lake. You got Slidell. Hammond, yeah, everywhere and,
1: like, in like 10, 15 minutes. You
0: know what I'm saying? That's all I meant by that. Well, yeah, man. You're from South Carolina. You know how was the household?
1: Uh, it was good. It was good. I have uh, five siblings. Hmm. Uh, you know, grew up in a in a full house, uh, double parent home. I was very lucky. My parents were. They, I mean, they've still been married. You know, they're going on 32 years. And, Shout out um, to the
0: parents, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. They uh they've been kicking it pretty strong. And yeah, yeah. I had um, I got a younger brother, two younger brothers, an older brother. Yeah, he kind of did his own thing, moved off, you know, to, uh, I think he's in like Michigan or something like that. Okay. Um, and then two sisters, yeah, two older sisters. So it was a packed house and my dad, you know, bless his heart. He was, he was one of those guys, man. He worked at the, at the local, uh, cotton mill, oh, okay. you know, and he, 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 worked there for 30 plus years until they shut down in like 2017. Okay. Uh, 12, $12 and 50 cents an hour. <laughs> wow. And he somehow, you know, he somehow pulled it, kept it together and he made and that work. Huh? Made it work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what's up. So that that's that's what inspired your your work ethic and, and, and you know the way you go about things though. I could I could tell through your conversation like um you're pretty serious about what you do.
1: Yeah. You yeah, know? I I I guess I got that. It's it's a double edged sword because I got the I feel like I got the work ethic and the drive to do things, uh-huh. uh, from his dedication to being able to do what he did for so long. But I don't want to be like that. You know, I don't I can't see myself doing the same job. That's why I got into this kind of business is I couldn't see myself doing the same job for every day for 30 years. Right. You know, I had I had to be doing something where I was entertaining or or um, expressing myself and and doing what I could to to be myself. You know, being more in control. Yeah.
0: Okay. so what was your what was your first glimpse of that? Around what age did you did you realize that like that, that same notion right there? Around what age did that start tapping at you?
1: Well, I I think it was, I think whenever the flashbang went off and you become self-aware as a kid, you know what I mean? I was probably, I was probably 14, 14 or 15. Okay. And I had uh, got real heavy into punk rock music and I was like, man, I I really like to get out and do something because you're born in a small town of like maybe 50,000 people Uh and you, you see people never going anywhere. They they grow up in the same town. They have kids. They stay there, and you know, seeing seeing the way my dad was with that, I just I wanted more. You know, I, okay. I wanted to be able to do something that I could give my kids more than, um, you know, than what I got. Something kid, that something you know? that I
0: caught you say just now is is something that's 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 true to me in my life too. And, and you from South Carolina. I'm from right here in Metro New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? So the music. It inspired you. It influenced you in a way. You know what I'm saying. Not in a, not in a bad way, but in a way of you know, I want to do something that makes me feel like this. I want to do something that where I can express myself. You know what I'm saying to the yeah. fullest. You know what I'm saying. And it don't be no bounds or no no chains on the situation. Is, is that kind of
1: yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And I think that I think that a lot of it has to do with um, it, music's definitely what inspired me to like get out and do stuff because, uh. <laughs> Be, I, I just couldn't fathom being stuck in the same spot. Like I, I travel all the time. I'm in, I'm never in the same state for what seems like longer than three months. Okay. And um, if it's not just doing a project, it's just getting the hell out and going to another state just to test it out for a little while. You sure. know, and just to meet people. Like our incident the other night. You know, the right. happenstance that we ran into each other. And, and listen,
0: and, that that was a night where I said to myself, uh, "Shout out to Dirty Mouth, bro. Shout out to King Mike. Shout out to Restyle. Shout out to Peter Paul. Shout out to everybody, really." you know what I'm saying, in, in the industry that I've been bumping shoulders with because that's the thing that they're always preaching to me, always getting on me about getting out more, rubbing shoulders with people. Just,
1: you, you got know, you. I had yeah. no
0: idea who you were, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Just yeah. a cool dude sitting there minding his business, you know what I'm saying? We shook hands, passed a few words, and boom, you know what I'm saying? That led to us both helping each other in business, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Didn't yeah. cost neither one of us anything, didn't, didn't um, hurt us at all, it only helped, you know what I'm saying? And that was just Positive energy at his at you know, working on it on his own.
1: Yeah. You get what I'm yeah. saying?
0: Okay, so like you say, the flashbang happens, you know what I'm saying? You d- you discover your love for music and then you also discover I'm guessing your 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 knack for it because you say your music music was your first love, right? Music is what started this whole journey for you, exactly, right? Exactly. Okay, what was what was the first music that came from Brandon? Like what was the first music that came from Brandon Lee It remember?
1: was yeah, yeah. I was in this band. Um in 2007. Keep going. I'm gonna Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was in a band in 2007, and you want to say the name
0: or you want to leave them? Known <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no. It was called uh, Separate the Kids, and it was just this dirty kind of punk rock band. Um, we separate sucked. the kids. Yeah, separate the kids. Yeah. Okay. And it was interesting name. We just, you know, we sucked. It wasn't. It sucked. wasn't amazing, <laughs> but it was so much fun, dude. I mean, my first show I played uh, was at a house party uh for um um, a buddy of mine old buddy of mine and he um you know i played with my back to the state uh, to the crowd you know i I, I was (laughs) you
0: were afraid yeah
1: yeah, i had stage fright and you know but when you're when you're young and you're excited and you want to do shows you're just like yeah let's do it let's get up there and yeah i just i straight (laughs) up just turned around with my guitar didn't look at anybody um but yeah it was a band called separate the kids in 2007 um seems so long ago 2007 (laughs) that was a while ago
0: you know to to keep it real that was about 15 years ago
1: yeah it flies bro it does time really goes by bro but after that um i ended up leaving punk rock music uh not in my heart you know i still listen to it but like i had ended up leaving it uh i met up with a guy named josh griffin shout out to joshua griffin he's my best friend Um, he's been there with uh he's been there with me through through a bunch of stuff you know i've been friends with that guy since you know we were 15 16 years old shout out to Josh. and um he got me hooked up with a couple of his buddies and we started this metal band and we found out that i could do like metal vocals like scream like the low gutturals and stuff like that okay all right
0: metal that's that's like kiss and and shit like that
1: uh like like um you ever heard slayer or uh disturbed or give me one more i'm gonna try uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Metallica.
0: Metallica. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. It's like a
1: real heavy right. Metallica.
0: <laughs> and um, so what would what would Kiss be? Um,
1: that'd be rock and roll.
0: That's just 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 flat out rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. That's rock so and it roll. get a little bit it get a little worse than that. Like oh, it's real worse than that. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Real so, heavy. Okay, I mean, you, we got, have, you got rock, then you go metal, and then you
1: go. I say you have rock, you have progressive, and then you have progressive metal, then you have new metal, which is like Linkin Park.
0: Okay, Lincoln Park. All right. Shout and then you Lincoln go Park.
1: and then you go from new metal to um like cannibal corpse which is a bit heavier that sounds heavy yeah yeah and cannibal. then you go the artist murder <laughs> lorna shore like oh, it, it, the spectrum man like yeah. it's, it, it just progressively gets heavier i mean like it's indistinguishable vocals i'll be point, seeing you know these I, mean?
0: I be seeing these little videos of people but it looked like they fighting like you get what i'm talking about it'd be at like i guess rock concerts. i don't yeah, want to say the wrong thing bit. okay yeah, and they literally yeah. punching each other, jumping like oh, yeah, slamming man. each other on oh, the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's just fun. That's just fun. That's just
1: fun. Yeah, yeah. It's jumping around and listening to good music. And that's, that's
0: the type of show uh, you be
1: doing? Yeah.
0: Oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah. They had this, the
1: they, they this thing <laughs> called the wall. And uh, basically, when you're on stage and you got everybody hyped up and everybody's having a good time, yeah. and you can part them like the Red Sea, and everybody in the crowd will part. And then whenever the breakdown hits, which is just like, uh, it's basically where the music stops. And then it comes back in, and it's heavy as hell. Mm. That's whenever the wall breaks, and they all run into each other, and they just start moshing, beating so, so, each other.
0: Hypothetically speaking, a million views podcast is on scene. We we doing behind the scenes with Brandon Lee Benton. We don't have to get beat up, dude. No, no, no. We just no, no. film. Now, you be on stage, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There,
1: there we go. <laughs> but well, <I'm> <laughs> yeah, I went into. That's um, crazy. Like I said, yeah, I, I got hooked up with Josh, and and found out that I was a a, a good vocalist. A natural vocalist and joined that band with him it was called an allegiance condemned it was uh you could still find it on like Bandcamp and uh reverb nation and
0: okay. I'm familiar with that.
1: um after that it, you know we we had a couple of things uh, a couple of shows i had gotten um a couple of good connects with roadrunner records which was this big company a uh, big label okay. um, especially back in especially back in the day they held great people like roadrunner slipknot records i'm gonna and, have to look at that a lot of good bands. Um, but the band fell apart, you know, due to um, a couple of members did some things they shouldn't have done. We were all young and stupid and teenagers and right. um, drugs got involved and we fell apart before we got off the ground. A real rock and roll story. Yeah, yeah. Before we even got off the ground. We did like a reverse <laughs> rock and roll thing. It was it was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Y'all did it before the money, though. It, it did.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we were like, oh, yeah, we're playing music now. And then like drugs came out. and We're like, this ain't we're not there yet but <laughs> you know what i mean but but what they did it i mean i didn't do it i don't you know i'm okay, a so hypochondriac what,
0: what, what year we looking at
1: you said it's 2009 okay. well
0: 2010 2009 2010. Yeah, that's for a long time ago yeah much long time ago. And okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> so after that um you know i didn't know what i was gonna do i just kind of like did myself for a little while and wasn't you know writing my own music and um came up i was on craigslist again Okay. You know, and I was, um, uh, this with the cars Yeah, for the people that wasn't listening prior to the recording, yeah. we were talking about some, some Craigslist <laughs> stuff, but, but yeah, we, um, I got on Craigslist and back when you can go to the musician section and you can search for, um, you know, like posts that people were looking for people and, and wanted ads and stuff like that. Right. And I found a, a band out of Greer, South Carolina, which was about a 20 minute ride from where I was at. And I joined them as their front man. And, um, it was called end of the empire and that was kind of the thing that's really what pushed us pushed me into um into uh doing all kinds of stuff with music uh, notably notoriety i guess you could say um we had a couple of albums come out we were under with label we toured um for a couple of years and oh, yeah. Um, yeah played some played warp tour um van's warp tour i don't know if you're familiar with nah i'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm really a different into <laughs> But um, but no, it was. This why why I like.
0: Excuse me, not to cut you off but this why I like this. Like this, this what I was looking forward to for this interview was to learn so much more. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be. I'm a media, you know. I'm I'm a media, you know what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't want to be stuck in one box. I don't, you know, I want to be able to to expand, you know, to be able to have a conversation with anybody. I want to be able to say that I met Brandon Lee Benton.
1: And and that goes both ways too, because there's going to be a lot of things that you say to me that. You know, I'm just not familiar with, right? But I get to learn about that, and that's the, that's what that's what makes it worth it.
0: And that's the beautiful thing about music. Music, music has a way of bringing different people, even from different backgrounds, different ideas, different, you know. But music, just even just sharing the stories of it, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It opens up conversations to so many other things. It opens up, you know, so many different other possibilities. Like you said, music brought you to acting. Yeah, direct. Then yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, like how and what was that transition, and how did that even take place?
1: Well, I like I said, I did that that one band, the last band, Into the Empire, um, mm-hmm. and that ran up until 2000, uh, 2015, I, I believe. About a six year run. Yeah, yeah, it was a good run. It was a really good run. But I, the music started changing a little bit. It started getting out of the realm of what I wanted to do, and I've always been, uh, I've always been a movie buff so okay. i've always loved horror movies and and movies alike uh rebel without a cause with james dean um you know all the way back rocky horror picture um right. <laughs> and,
0: and and just to clarify when you said the music was changing you meant within that band
1: or yeah within, within the band the genre no within the band they okay. wanted to go they wanted um,
0: to go another direction
1: another direction yeah yeah and i was more uh focused on um, what we were doing we were going for we had this heavy route we were going and then it started kind of changing into a um like a I don't know how to explain it. It's like a party metal kind of sound uh, with like techno and stuff like that. Okay. And I just it just wasn't for me. Okay. But but yeah yeah I I got out of that band and you know really still kept writing some stuff for myself. I have a, a lot of music that I just hadn't released yet that I've just now recently started um, recording and and putting it out. And these songs are you know five six seven years old. You good? Yeah, excuse me oh, no, no worries no worries just checking on you um, so I, I decided in 2019 that I was going to start a YouTube channel and that was how I was going to get into movies as, or get into doing what I loved which was talking about movies uh, hopefully interviewing people at some point how did that go and it went really well, actually. It was very short-lived. That's a whole story for that, too. I'll explain. <laughs> it was very short-lived. I, I started out doing movie reviews, and they were terrible, but I enjoyed it. You know, And as long as you enjoy what you're doing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter if it's bad. It doesn't matter if it's good. Whoever, it doesn't matter who else doesn't like it. As long as you like it right. and you're happy and comfortable with it, and that's where it was for me. I Yeah, I started out doing some movie reviews, and I actually had um, this actor— named Neville Arshimbo. He had recently passed yeah, away. Name. Uh, yeah, he it was a great guy. He he passed away this past year. Um so I, I had met him in 2019 and he messaged me on Facebook because I would post my videos from YouTube on like a Facebook channel. Okay. And I set I left him in my inbox for like three weeks because I had no idea who he was. I didn't even read it, that kind of thing. It was a message request. Left him in there. And I finally read it and I was like, this is a, like you just said, I was like, that's a hell of a name, dude. I, I was like, well, who is this guy? Yeah. Turned out to be the lead actor in one of the movies that I had done a review on. And he was reaching out to me and basically telling me that he really enjoyed the review. And then I did a good job deep diving into the story and me and him started talking and became best friends. Right. And um, this is a 62 year old man, but he was cool as hell. You know, lived <coughs> lived in, lived in Portland, Oregon um been in the film industry for 40 plus years uh bodybuilder like he was a cool guy and um we had a but from there he got me into really he got me into tv and film because he asked me what do you want to do and i was like oh man you know i'd love to do acting but i just you know i feel like that ship has sailed he was like what <laughs> he said like, you can do it man and he's like what do you do right now i was like youtube he's like what are you playing a character he's like are you that happy all the time I was right. like no he's like you're acting so I was like you're right and so he he got me um, he really he hyped me up you know and it then got a boost
0: of confidence yeah
1: yeah gave me a boost of confidence and told me how to do my headshots and, and how to do my slate and, and stuff for auditions and stuff like that and it was a real weird time uh, cause it was I started right at the, the start of the pandemic okay and so everything moved from you know doing in room auditions to virtual like we're Everything doing right now stream right yeah so if I were doing an audition now um, I would have a camera on a blank wall and you could do it as many times as you want you don't have to worry about going in a room and messing up you could do it as many takes as you want till you get it right and the send it in take, right. yeah yeah okay. so it was real bizarre getting into it that way because um, whenever you do go for an in-person audition you know it's uh,
0: totally it's different experience
1: absolutely terrifying because <laughs> you're not as prepared as you would normally How was your first yeah. one it was terrible
0: yeah you didn't get it
1: <laughs> no no i didn't get it no. <laughs> i didn't get a film for the first two years i was doing um auditions
0: how much of how much of your upbringing uh, how much of what you were doing in music and your journey in the music prepared you for that
1: i'd actually say a, a good bit i developed um like i said i had anxiety a lot like when it came to like playing shows and getting on stage and so how i combated that was i created i kind of created a character um a persona yeah a persona yeah and that character's name is and this is what i release my music now on spotify as um but it's um vincent valentine and it, i wore like white contacts i had like makeup on my face and like a long black hair okay and um i just looked created uh, a character yeah created a character and um unfortunately that character um you know trailed on with me um after the music scene
0: you say unfortunately
1: unfortunately yeah yeah (laughs) because i i've (laughs) i have um a borderline personality disorder okay from like some ptsd and trauma that i had in the past and um that was kind of something that i put on to that like that guy didn't have those problems okay you know what and i mean i get what you're and, going. and so when i was on stages as, as vincent valentine um you know he was fearless you know i could get up on stage and i could do crowd work and i could talk to people and and it didn't really bother me and um but that i feel like is what prepared me for um for acting because i can easily slip into somebody else
0: so so it's safe to say that it was destined
1: i think so for you to
0: for you to you know that's just who you are
1: yeah, I think so, man. And and what's bizarre is um, I just found this out like the other the other week. I was just scrolling through um, IMDb and I had seen this news article about the Alec Baldwin situation. Alec Baldwin situation. Yeah. Um, he had accidentally me in. Yeah. OK, so so he was uh, filming this movie and recently, like last year. OK. And um, something happened with the prop gun. And it was, it had a live ammo, like live ammo in it. Okay. uh, I I think I saw that. Okay. And so uh, a person uh, got killed on set and um, he was the one that was holding the gun. And so there's a real big thing going on with that. And I I try not to it's one of those things like when you're messing with weapons on set, they're all they should always be props. There should never be a real weapon on set. And you know, it could have been done better. But the, while I was scrolling through, they were comparing how Alec Baldwin is facing charges for this accident. But Michael Masso from the 90s, which is an actor who is shot Brandon Lee.
0: Oh, um, Bruce Lee,
1: son. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so – but I seen that, and it was like his birthday or talking about his birthday or whatever. And I was like, that's wild because my dad – Shout out to my dad, Jimmy Benton. He named me after. Shout out to JB,
0: man. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Benton. That's crazy.
1: He named me after JB. Brandon Lee. And I was born the same year that Brandon Lee died. On the same day that Michael Masso's birthday is. So the guy that shot Brandon Lee, I have his birthday. And I was named after the guy that he man, shot. I, I swear. I swear you can look it up. <laughs> I, I man, I see him. That's crazy, too. And I went on to do acting. You know, and I did martial arts as a kid. It's
0: predestined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody told me that fate favors the prepared mind, right? And your dad started with your name. Yeah. The preparation started with your name.
1: He did. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I do. And I life do. Life
0: just took the rest of the. You know what I'm saying? And like, it just it took, took its course. course. For sure. It took its course, man. It's That's wild. crazy, though.
1: It is weird to think about. Like I. I did. I, I, I mean, I grew up watching. Hey, shout out movies. to Brandon Lee,
0: man. Shout out, yeah, Brandon shout out to Brandon
1: Lee. Brandon Lee, man. He's a he was a great guy, great actor, talented. Yeah, that is
0: how he died too. I was wondering how the Alec Baldwin story was about to tie into what you were telling yeah. me, but. Um,
1: but the point was that Michael Masso. It was an accident. It was ruled as an accident. And yeah. It shouldn't have. You know, it shouldn't have happened. But it was an accident. And now Alec is in the same situation, and it's um. You know, he's facing charges for it, which is. It, 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 it's not his fault. You know, I was about to say yeah. who who. It's the prop master's fault. Okay, so that's... 100%. That's,
0: so that's the name of the person on the set that, that controls the prop master?
1: Yeah, yeah. He sh- they should have definitely double-checked. You triple-checked.
0: Double-checked, triple, you however tripled. many times to exactly. make, to save a... Yeah.
1: And like I said, there should never be live ammunition on the movie set. That's, that, that's... Ever. <laughs> Flash, like, they have these things... How
0: does that even happen?
1: I don't know. I don't know. And that's what's, that's what's Under weird. Under no like,
0: circumstances, that's not supposed to... No,
1: no, no, no not at all. And it, it, you know, you can get into conspiracies about that, because <laughs> you know, like um like why did bruce lee die you know right he died from a, a aneurysm they Brand
0: claim aneurysm. he drunk too much water
1: too much water um they gave him they told him he had an aneurysm and his doctor prescribed him like aspirin and that's what killed him like in his sleep uh, and then brandon lee gets shot you know right like, like who's taking out of these people you know like it, it's a it could be a conspiracy you know
0: hey man <laughs>
1: i'm gonna
0: stay away from the c-word but i i see where you're going with yeah, that though because yeah. like as, a, as i watch a lot of um documentary style type things and stuff like that and that's another thing i want to speak with you about after the show yeah um what was you say the first two years you didn't land a role what was your first role that you landed
1: the first role i landed was um and i'm not proud of this but it's, you
0: say i'm not proud of this damn that's a disclaimer that. yeah yeah
1: disclaimer <laughs> it was the remember the show blind date on mtv Blind
0: date i do yeah
1: damn. that was my first role damn dude yeah episode 32
0: how did it go yeah
1: it was rough it was rough because i got i'm a ginger and um uh nikki glasser not shout now <laughs> nikki i'm not shout now nikki glasser but she roasted he me said. man she roasted me she tore me apart bad yeah bad dude yeah. bad you can find it on my imdb i, I was about to say stuff. i'm gonna go like, it <laughs> it's i'm trying to figure out how to take it off no it um it was bad it yeah, wasn't It was uh, it wasn't a great experience
0: that's the, that's the goofiest uh yeah job you had yeah absolutely it. man and it, at think least that's real. the worst
1: people think it's real dude it's all
0: fake I, I was that's what i that's what i was about to ask you i know that it's fake but to what the, like
1: i mean they hooked, without
0: giving they, you know what i'm saying their whole little thing away but do that even still that don't Damn. that's not still a thing huh
1: Damn.
0: so what was the whole it's all fake <laughs> like you know like what was it like it's just it's just a flat-out little movie huh
1: it's just a flat-out episode they write it and they uh give you pointers so it's it's all improv, but it's they give you pointers, like okay. hey, you should talk about this, you should talk about this. Or like for me, I came in and I, they were like, What did you do? And I was like, Oh, I was a musician, and they were like, Cool, we're gonna ride on that, you know. And and they would just give me little snippets and be like, Hey, you should talk about this, talk about this. Um, and when they My asked man me, was
0: on blind date,
1: yeah. When they asked <laughs> me too, they were like, What kind of girls are you interested in? I was like, I don't know, you know, tattooed, maybe mentally unstable. Um, right, a little <laughs> crazy, know, a little it? crazy. They got me, they hooked me up with this, uh, (laughs) they they hooked me up with this girl named Caitlin and she was, Caitlin's are usually crazy. Yeah. She was from Alabama. She, um, she had one tattoo. She had one tattoo. She was a nerd, a blonde nurse from Alabama. She Mm -hmm. had one tattoo and they only picked her because it was Jack Skellington because I'm into dark looking stuff, I guess. And they were like, Oh, she has nightmare before Christmas tattoo. So they should, they should click just fine. I had nothing in common with this woman. Not that I thought anything was going to happen, but <laughs> then I found out that, uh, <laughs> they were like, yeah, we keep y'all separate the whole time. And then like, y'all don't even get to like talk afterwards. And even if you wanted to give her your number or she wanted to give you her that's number, a- it's a no, no, right. it's just a show. That's all it is. It's all, crazy, bro. it's all, so a- how
0: How do you get casted yeah. or something like that? Your agent just,
1: I found that one myself actually. Okay. Um, cause Damn, you I you can't even blame nobody for that. One. Yeah. That's, that's myself. Yeah. yeah. I seen a paycheck. That's what I see. Yeah.
0: Well, and, and hey, it,
1: man, and I mean, two hundred and fifty dollars to be posted on Bravo TV, recurring, like the episode constantly plays.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it didn't go right.
1: And it didn't go right. It's a double edged sword because I am like, I am getting the exposure, but also, right. that episode sucked,
0: It's pretty bad. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know,
1: I mean, they paid me two hundred and fifty bucks. Of course, the- I wanted to do it. Everybody <laughs> wants to get paid for doing something they love, for you real, know? you know, for real. So I got to pretend to be this guy, and I was, you know, this character, and it was, you know, but after that, um. I did uh, this horror TV show, um, which was really cool. I really, really enjoyed this. And um, well, like
0: that show, Scream. Kind of, yeah. Or something like that.
1: I mean, it wasn't it wasn't Scream, but it was um, it was called Horror Noir, and it was a black. Uh, it's <laughs> called a black anthology. Oh, what horror. Noir. Okay, so noir is like, um, like I know what style. that means. You say
0: okay. horror.
1: Horror. Horror. Oh all right. Horror. 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 All yeah, right. My
0: yeah. bad. My, no, no, <laughs> no you're good.
1: It's my accent, dude. It's yeah, my, my, my southern bad. accent. It's horror. Uh horror. Yeah. All right. Horror. But all
0: right. um <laughs> We say horror. But Boy, I, I get what you're saying. You actually said it correctly, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. Maybe yeah. <laughs> we all messed up. But, <laughs> but continue, my brother, my bad.
1: Um you I think you'll I think you'll find this interesting. I really enjoyed that show that I did. Um it was all black content creators yeah 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 like there's not been a whole lot of um black people that do a lot of horror movies right you know jordan peele's doing it and he's making a a killing like he's doing he does great work i don't know if you've seen nope or um, i did i actually did
0: see nope i saw nope i like that
1: yeah jordan peele he's a great guy great different director
0: writer nope was different i thought it was gonna be stupid like when i like read the little you know you have the 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 tagline yeah i I read it i was like i don't know yeah, when yeah. I watched it, that, that was actually an interesting movie. A lot of
1: these movies are like that. You're like, I don't know about this. I didn't know what the... Um, what was that one movie? It was... Um, oh, shit. It was like two different families, but they were the same family. You know what I'm talking about? Like, there was doppelgangers of the family. Um, I don't know. It came out recently, uh, a couple years ago. But it was... Um, it was like that. I, I didn't know it was going to be. I thought I was like, "What is?" It was this another John Peele movie. Yeah, yeah, it was another okay. John Peele movie, and you. Did, but you didn't know what it was going to be about. It was very vague in his trailers and stuff. And then, like when you watch it, you're like, "Oh shit, this is yeah, good." Yeah, it
0: was kind of crazy. Yeah,
1: but yeah, the, a lot of um, people came together for the horror noir production, and it was all. It was an anthology series, so there was like seven short films in one movie. Okay. And. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just really cool to see um, everybody coming together and doing something like that. that and that was the that, first
0: time you seen an all an all black production. Oh yeah, tune.
1: that's yeah, yeah. That was the that was the point I was getting at. That's is there was a yeah, it was like seventeen different people that was all coming in, and they were like, you know what? It's a it's almost like, like I said, you don't see a whole lot of black people doing horror movies, right? And, correct. But they They came in and they were like, you know what? We're gonna do this, and we're I don't care. We're gonna do it ourselves, and it's got some um uh like tropes that you would get if you were um you know if you came from that kind of era or that that area or or um you know if you were black you would get it more than than white people would you know but (laughs) but it was good It it was it was really good seeing people do their own thing and and it was different and it got great it received great um awards like um writing awards and and casting and everything brought a lot of uh, good black actors out of the uh i call it the trenches because like when you're an actor yeah you're in the trenches land. yeah yeah you're in independent land and uh, a lot of good faces came out of those the, that little anthology series it was just really good so that's what yeah yeah and i had a small part in it i was a
0: salute to them man
1: yes absolutely absolutely and uh, i had a very small part in it. i played a vampire okay. and um yeah, it was really cool. Peter Stormare was there. Um, he was the guy that played like Satan and um, Constantine. Oh Constantine? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: All right. And uh, Lavelle dude,
1: Crawford was in it. Got to hang legend. out with him.
0: Lavelle Crawford. Yeah, right. dude. Big was... boy. Big boy. Funny oh, as hell. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wait. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. I think I have seen. I think I passed it up, but I think I've been. I seen that preview on. Um, Shutter. It's not, it's not Netflix. It's on. It's on an app. Shutter. On Roku
1: yeah yeah i think it's i think roku's on um i think shutter is on roku yeah, yeah. it's where you go to like i've like seen previews of that. Like that yeah he was great he was so that's what i
0: saw lavelle lavelle he had some some dark stuff on it. like, like, yeah, like
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 he yeah. was wearing like the plaid shirt with the overalls yeah he was I a great that. guy dude he was so he was so funny how yeah. is
0: he in, like in person
1: oh really funny really nice really laid back you know he wasn't like uh, i mean he had his own chair in his own room you know? right but i mean dude's coming off of uh breaking bad and better call Saul. yeah he you know? didn't do didn't was... did
0: some big he didn't do did some big things lavelton had a oh, long yeah. career
1: oh yeah he's been in stand-up since what the he,
0: 80s he's been around for a minute and he's funny as shit
1: oh yeah that's all he did was cut jokes about like what he say. he said uh <laughs> he was asking about uh he was joking around about uh jays and he was like anybody got a jay anybody got a jay <laughs> and you know we was just laughing 'Cause how you know how he talks? He's like anybody got Jay. Right. And uh he said, you know what? I'm waiting for them to come out with smart cards that deliver your drugs. <laughs> yeah. He said, just call the weed man, and send a smart card.
0: And that ain't Should far we... off, bro. I no, think they actually have that somewhere. It's <laughs> probably taking funny, place though. somewhere right in this second. Yeah. Yeah, Lavelle Crawford, that's that's a legend in the game, bro. very funny. Absolutely. So so you come from, you know, I'm assuming a small town in South Carolina. Yeah, very small. Very small. Two parent household, big full family. You know what I'm saying? Not really knowing exactly what you wanted to do up until maybe you know your late teens, mm-hmm. and then figuring out your lane and pursuing it. Man, you you amongst the the um, you know, greats like Lavelle Crawford. You're pursuing your dreams. Oh yeah. What's what's yeah. been, trying. What's been the trying, the, man. the the peak moment of what you're doing. Like, what's been your most proud moment of what you're doing?
1: Peak moment would be, um, Mentone, Indiana, 2022. Last year, around march mintone this Indiana. time yeah this time last year actually i was shooting my first film that i had um, lines and it's going to theaters and um yeah I, I i got like a small supporting role opposed to um you ever played gta5 not exactly i
0: purchased it for my son but no okay yeah.
1: um okay well, um, well yeah i guess you yeah, I,
0: I you know doubled around with it what you got
1: well i got to play opposite of steven Ogg, which is um walking dead he was in the walking dead okay okay he was um he was not negan but he was jeffrey dean morgan's opposite so right hand man to negan he had the crazy hairline his name was simon in in the walking dead um and he also played um trevor in gta 5 the bald craves guy okay and anyway yeah he was my scene partner and we got to work opposite of each other for that film. And I got to work with some great actors, uh Jay Hewley from The Walking Dead, um Annalisa Basso from um Basso Basso, can't really pronounce her last name. But she was on this show called Snowpiercer, um, uh, Captain Fantastic. Okay. Um,
0: so, and, to, so to yeah. put that in terms that, that was my biggest that thing, people yeah. like me would understand, like you you finally got um That was my that was the moment I made role in, in something yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, yeah that's fire though. and i'm i mean i'm still um and that's how many years into your acting? 19
1: 21 20, three, three years
0: three years and a lot of people don't don't pull that off that fast
1: no not at all not at all it, 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 you can be on background for i knew a guy that was been on background for seven years
0: you've been on background forever yeah yeah some people only do background yeah. and
1: sometimes they'll they'll look at you i have that happen a lot actually um and I mean good for me you know that if I got the look they're looking for but there's been a couple of films I went on as a featured extra where I just might be in the same scene as the lead for a lot of time just not saying anything and they'll be like you um we're gonna move you after this scene we're gonna do another scene and we want you to do this like that I always seem to have um right place right time I guess you know it might
0: be your look like Yeah, yeah you have that um you have a universal look
1: yeah if it's that, very
0: different if that makes sense some people like people outside of the creative space might be like what the hell me was talking about yeah but you follow what i'm saying like they got some people like you said you could you could fit different looks oh yeah, yeah. you know type what i'm saying Typecasting,
1: type casting is a thing you
0: know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah man that's, and,
1: and that's and that's a direct thing to typecasting because um you might see a guy covered in tattoos jacked you know and they're like we want you for a prison scene you're going to be a thug Right, and then they're gonna use you again. They'll call you uh, a couple months later and be like, "We got this other series. Um, we need a drug dealer. We're gonna right. use you," and you just get casted in that type of um, yeah
0: type. That yeah, he, yeah, What's exactly. your boy Look name? At Danny man. Trejo. He that's his name. Um, is that who you think? Machete.
1: Yeah, Machete. <laughs> yeah, we on the same page, man. Same page. Yeah, man, yeah. been a
0: monster in everything he ever been in. Absolutely, but he he fits that mold that's perfectly, him. and that's yeah. and that's I'm pretty sure sustained his career that's, for all these years. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's crazy, bro. So. We we see the peak. What was what's been the the hardest, the, the most trying time of this that you've been going through? What was the lowest point of, of your career? You know what I'm saying? If you want to speak on it,
1: um, I haven't really. I won't say I've had a low point. Um, slow point maybe. Okay, you let you know, yeah. slow. It's been slow. Um, Positive man, you know, I like that. Exactly, yeah. I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's just been slow. I've been grinding, doing auditions when they come in, and. Um, it's just kind of slowed down a little bit but it does that it's it's like it's like car sale season you know how do you
0: how do you offset now. that you told me off camera but how how do you offset that for for the aspiring you know what i'm saying performers actors musicians or whatever that run into that slow period of the grind how do how do you keep yourself afloat financially and, and, and mentally and spiritually to to make it to that next moment
1: yeah so um definitely when it slows down i'll um I found a I found work in a field that is always hiring. Okay. And so I work for um you know, and for, for podcast purposes, I won't say the name yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. But you of know, course, of course. But I, I work for a company that uh transports um deceased, the deceased. Okay. And you know, we will we'll go to crime scenes and pick up people and, and um go to their houses if it's a residential and um funeral home transport, basic stuff. And I can go anywhere in the United States and get a job i can get hired over the phone right and so i'll have a job before i get there and you know okay. um it keeps that's what that's what really keeps me afloat is is just having that um that it's a recession proof job
0: so that's always always planning for the plan to not go as planned
1: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: somebody broke that yeah. down to me because like um i would guess that's something that i needed to work on right i have no problem locking in i have no problem um even going through you know, whatever the ups and downs are going to be in the situation, I'm pretty solid. I could go through it, but being in business, I had to learn how to still bring some. You know, the lights and stuff got yep. to stay on no matter yep. what's going on. So exactly. that's that's why we have to be a little bit more crafty. and You know, what I'm saying being able to come up with funds to keep things going. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I really asked that because some of us are get caught up and get dis- it's easy to get discouraged. Oh, you know what I'm saying when it 100%. comes to the financial sides of things and uh you know this is what maybe views podcast is about though, like sharing our experiences and stories with those that are that are going to be you know what i'm saying consuming this because we want to go upward with, with everything you know what i'm saying we're trying yeah. to change the narrative trying to change the situation in our areas bro in any way that we can and i feel like this is the way that i can you know what i'm saying
1: oh absolutely okay absolutely. so and to, and to add on to go ahead, go ahead. well to, to add <clears> on to um you know staying afloat and and just keeping yourself motivated mm-hmm. um that's how i got into directing okay yeah my first film i directed um was called Ice Heist. And um, it's still in final production stages of editing and all that stuff. It's been done for over a year. Okay. But it's just, you know, the little things that need to be worked out. But I so had. Let me
0: know when y'all finish up with that, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely. Promote. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And that was the film that I directed that, um, you know, nothing was coming in. It was it slowed down. I wasn't getting too many auditions. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and do this. I'm just going to do this myself. I'm going to make it happen. Okay. And um, I mean, I didn't do it myself, but, you know, I had a, I had a group of. People put a team together put, you know yeah, yeah yeah they had a team and we did it they were like what can we do and we they, you know they threw out the idea and then we made it happen and um I fell in love man I fell in love that second like being behind the camera mm-hmm. I love it just as much as being in front of the camera That's right. I love being
0: it. behind the camera more than being on it yeah on like editing things.
1: and the the camera angles the lighting the everything dude like I'm infatuated with um how production. TV and film works in production yeah you know? absolutely and that's how i that, that's the motivation to, to stay going is is fine well finding that motivation is when it does recognizing that it's slowing down and that you might be falling into like you said it's very easy to get discouraged and be oh, like you know yeah, what this sure. shit ain't working this ain't for me i should just go back to my day job i've done <laughs> i started a series because of that you know i was yeah. bored i was like i'm not getting anything i started a series called mr jones i've gotten one episode out of it but i wrote it shot it in one day Man. One episode, and it did good. Like people, I mean, I've gotten really good feedback from it. And but that's what you got to do. And it's if called you, Mr. What? Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. And
0: what's the premise of? Like, what's the?
1: It's a guy. Um, I play opposite of myself. Okay. So, um, where one I look like me now, the other version of me is I'm wearing my glasses. I've got a button up on, and it's kind of like the duality of the good versus evil in your personalities. Okay. And um, he's a he's a killer, a serial killer and it follows his his story yeah yeah but you see me on screen playing myself talking to myself it's it's pretty bizarre right it is and watching it and watching yourself do that and you
0: edit it and all that yourself yeah man, it's real fire, bizarre bro. man it's
1: like a therapy session I like that though yeah. but that's, that's what you gotta do you gotta you have to uh, recognize when you're falling into that slump and you're wanting to give up and then you just gotta make something push through it you gotta push through it
0: you feel it that's fire bro I like that now let me get into my generic questioning yeah, you know what please. I'm saying Go ahead. um <clears throat> You had a event, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you you're on set shooting something, you know. Put y'all in the green room, or y'all in a trailer, or something like that. You got a veteran here, and you know, uh, a guy myself, like you know, new to it. What are you saying? What's the conversation like? What are you saying or asking to the veteran, and what you're saying or asking to the youngster?
1: You mean like as far as uh, advice goes?
0: However, you know, y'all just in the green room, just chilling, whatever you know.
1: Oh, uh, we'll just um. Like for instance, uh, whenever I was sitting um with with Steven, um on that set in Indiana, I didn't really talk much. Hmm? I've noticed a lot of actors um they're kind of dicks. <laughs> I'm serious. No, I'm not gonna lie about it. Like, me, I like to, <laughs> I like to stay humble. I wasn't
0: expecting that.
1: I mean, I like to stay humble. Me, I know where me, I came from.
0: Let me kind of rephrase the question. It's just it's a um hypothetically uh a really um. Just where your mind is, you know, what would you want to know from? Uh, let's say, who's your favorite
1: actor? Uh, my favorite actor would probably be, oh god, that's a hard one. I'll just throw a name out there. Um, let's go with, um, oh shit. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll pick one so you yeah, don't offend no anybody. More. Let's yeah, say yeah. you, um, Ben Stiller is yeah. sitting right there, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and there's a rookie actor in the same room with you and it's just you three the guys talking and it's your turn to ask Ben a question. You know, you get one question to ask him. What would you want to
1: know? Um, I'd probably ask him um, when he realized the acting wasn't for him.
0: Acting wasn't for him? <laughs> I because, like well he left
1: he left <laughs> acting to go he do did. he started directing he you did. know he, he's made more movies directing than he has started correct you know that would be a and great question so I, I figured i'd ask him like when did he realize that he hated acting <laughs> or he sucked at no i'm just kidding no yeah, i would i would sure. ask he, him he, though, he just saw that he,
0: he had a greater future you know what i'm saying yeah
1: he just doing yeah, the ladder he was a he was a funny guy he just had i his, liked
0: him on camera he just only fit certain
1: certain things yeah there was only certain movies that i feel like is written every twenty years that you might be like, you know what, this movie's perfect for Ben Stiller. No one's gonna watch it. No. <laughs> what you What would you yeah. ask in the younger
0: actor, uh, aspiring actor, uh, inspiring producer? Uh,
1: um, I, you know, I would probably. I don't think I would ask them anything. What
0: advice would you give
1: them? I would. I would tell them to um, when is when it when they're sitting there at night and shit seems like it's not gonna happen for them. And they've been doing it for two years. And they're just running and chasing their tail in circles. That as long as you continue to pick up a camera and shoot something. And and make dialogue. That it's going to happen at some point.
0: That word you use, dialogue.
1: Yeah, you have to. You Tell have them to. how important that is. Dialogue is very important. Like you have to. And that's what we're doing right now. And I Correct. think as long as you're not doing as long as once you stop once you stop having the dialogue with other humans that's whenever you know that's whenever people start to fall apart
0: yeah hey, that's one thing pretty much a down for you
1: yeah right? absolutely conversation
0: conversation and numbers pretty much run everything right they do but the mm-hmm. numbers and the numbers will never meet with each other the numbers will never be able to be manifested without the conversation the interaction of the two exactly you know what i'm saying the two that are running the entity so that's that's always going to be something that, um, that's the reason why I got into this, right? My son, <clears throat> he's a rapper, playing Two Times. Shout out to Pint Two Times, right? I got a partner official with an A who is my artist on Main One Entertainment. All like, I ain't gonna say all of my friends, but most of my friends, you know, we, we're into music, we're into, you know, but we didn't have, you know, that nine to five thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm not discouraging anybody from working a nine to five because you all you 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 always have to have a means to and then you have to you have to take care of your families man take care of our responsibilities and you know that street thing just ain't for us no more. So I'm not encouraging no bullshit. But what I am saying is don't be afraid to dream. Don't be afraid to pursue you know to utilize your gifts and your talents because like you know, all of us possess some type of gift talent and you know what i'm saying like engineers in in in, in you know people in boardrooms that that takes talent that takes you know what i'm saying takes ingenuity and stuff like that for them to be able to do what it is they do they just not, might have the skill that brandon has to to act or write a movie or you know what i'm saying but everybody has their own talents so exactly. don't don't be afraid to, to step out on those on those talents you know with a little bit of faith and hard work behind it and you never know what you'll come up with man
1: it takes a it, it just takes a, a a step that's it you gotta take the first step That's like leaving your hometown you know mm. like especially when you live there for all your life and like for instance like I like I mentioned earlier like it was, it was a small town everyone recycled what their parents did right you know they all worked the same job they passed you know they had five kids and they got married and had a white picket fence and they wanted to work at the, at the die cast metal company down the street right but not me not me and you just had to step out you had to you had to step out and that's the hardest thing to do when did you leave? I uh, probably decided to leave uh, just a couple years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's whenever I really started branching out and like. Um, exploring so you still was
0: kind of on the fence of the, yeah. the five kids and picket fence thing. Oh no, thing. no, no,
1: no. I that that mindset shifted a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I almost I thought I was going to be that way. Um, when I had I had my I had my daughter with my ex. And we were together for, oh man, we were together for a minute, seven years almost. And Mm -hmm. I thought that, you know, that was it. I thought we was going to be doing this white picket fence thing, that's what she wanted. And I quickly realized after um, anxiety and depression, panic attacks, (laughs) that I was not being myself. And so we had an amicable decision Um, after a little bit of, you know, we had our hardships. But, you know, we split up and I was like, she said, you want to go make movies? I don't want to leave the state I like where I'm at hmm. you know and I was like yeah I can't do that I, I gotta go out and and uh make something I got to I, I, I can't stay here I can't I can't do what everybody else is doing I can't just die here <laughs>
0: I saw um I want to say it was Steve Harvey but I could be wrong but if I'm wrong correct me I'm sorry they said to be successful you're gonna to have to be willing to cut pretty much anything and everything in your life at some point you know what I'm saying some yeah. things are gonna be there
1: Sacrifices you
0: know what I'm saying some yeah. things Don't just This ain't gonna work with that You feel what I'm saying and it's gonna be the people that can make Those hard decisions you know what I'm saying and live With them that actually make it to Being successful and that's a That's a that's a fine line in between Like you say Being an asshole And just being focused
1: Yeah, yeah. You and know people what I'm blur saying? that line all the time okay. They think you're just being a dick because You got podcasts you need to do you right. can't go out and hang out. You can't go grab a drink. You know what I mean? And, they, and they just think that you're blowing them off. But that's not the case.
0: It's not the case. I know, got build, it's the editing. Something. The, the yeah. podcast don't take that long. Yeah, yeah. The editing part. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what. Yeah, I, I get that. And like, believe it or not, bro, I didn't lost so many people. I lost more people in these three years of of doing what I'm doing. Well, really four years, but three years we've been, you know, out you know what I'm saying the yeah, first year yeah. was really the you know the development and putting it together and getting paperwork and that was in the beginning of the pandemic as well so that that kind of threw things off but anyway
1: well that's the thing though boom. you you find out who your real friends are right. when you focus on yourself ain't that some shit I'm, yeah i lost a lot of acquaintances that i that's thought what you call them acquaintances yeah, yeah. yeah i lost a lot of acquaintances whenever i started doing myself and i started doing film and Getting somewhere, finally getting places, doing some films, getting some name uh, some stuff under my belt. And then I seen um it was bizarre because I started getting message requests on Facebook from people. Hey, how you been? How you been? Right. We should hang out, how you doing? Oh, I seen you about doing this, blah blah blah. I'm like, shut up. You ain't <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, like you just you you didn't want me at my lowest when I was focusing on myself. And now you want to come back and try to hang out with me because i because because you think I got something theater? bigger you going on? I, yeah, you yeah. think I got a big bank account? No, man.
0: That's what it be too, yeah. bro. And that's sad because, like, I started One Entertainment with with me and pretty much all those people that I lost in mine. You feel what I'm saying? Because this this ain't about just me. Yeah, yeah. This what I'm doing is is a way that I could promote whatever it is we got going on. Exactly. You feel what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. And they, I guess they. when it's not somebody else's idea it's not a good idea okay in other words
1: you got good ideas i'm sure
0: i know i do i have great ideas that's how i end up here with you sir (laughs) but you get what i'm saying like if 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 me and brandon in a group together and and brandon didn't come up with the idea he looking at me like man that shit ain't gonna work (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah but anything can work with teamwork with compassion with with uh compassion with the wrong word with um conviction
1: yeah like you no, gotta absolutely. you
0: gotta really be about doing the work going after the shit like you can't just like this this interview is not going to happen on its own
1: no no and it, and we did i mean we had to find schedules to make it happen
0: you feel but, what i'm saying yeah but imagine if a team was involved with making this take place yeah it would be that much better it would be that much smoother now at the same time I like to think I do a pretty decent job with it. I do a damn good job at oh, it. You know what I'm saying? See, you're like I me too. In, yeah, I came here, got us all set up. Mic check. You know what I'm saying? Sound yep. check. Like, you know, everything ain't perfect, but at the same time, it's perfect enough. Yeah, you but know but you what I'm know, saying? We're getting it off.
1: And we know it's right because you did everything yourself. Facts. I hate, I mean, I hate to be that way, but whenever I'm, when I'm, I'm doing those films and my films, Facts. I will edit it. I will do the lighting. I will do everything myself because Facts. I know that you if know I it's fuck gonna be up, done correct. it's going to be done the right way. Facts. Yeah at least to me.
0: So. Okay, man. So we 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 done been through the ups and downs, man. We didn't yeah, we didn't yeah. we done been to South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? We done figured out what it is that inspires you. How much of how much of this, how many times have you sat back, like after somebody got through telling you how much you've inspired them? How many times do you sit back and be like, damn
1: me? I did that? That's only happened a couple of times. Yeah. It's weird, you know. It's weird when um because I still don't feel like I've made it. You know, right? But I still, but I have had a couple of people that's like, man, you're awesome. You inspire me to go do acting, or you inspire me to make music, or right? And uh, it's a weird feeling. Um,
0: you don't have to necessarily yeah. make it to inspire people. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Cause I'm a. I just, if I didn't get anything from you, then that first night we met, like I said, that was my first night. You know, been you know people go through things, right? Been going through some things lately. So that was the first night. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna punish the rest of the world from this great energy that I have. Yeah. Because of some shit that's going on. Yeah. With some people who just don't appreciate me. So when I met you, and we You
1: was, know what I'm saying? I was honored, man. I, that first when you asked little, me to come on. You know on what podcast, I'm saying? Was, that first
0: yeah. little spark, I was like, damn, you you was you was humble about it, like you, like you know what I'm saying. You didn't, you could have easily just like, hey man, I'm just trying to enjoy my night. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Well, no, I'm Good person. to meet you, type you know? of, you like know. To... But you know how people do, you. Yeah, yeah. Hey no. man, how you doing? Good to meet you. Well, that goes you back to what, what I was saying?
1: saying, dude, about like most actors. I'm telling you, like they're they're dicks, they're assholes, man. You wouldn't believe how many people, like, I was, I've worked, I'm not, I won't name drop, but I've I've worked with some people that I just wanted to have a conversation with, like right. not starstruck, but I was like. I feel like I could learn a lot from this guy. And they were just assholes. They just they're getting they, get in the, they get in them head in their heads.
0: You think they don't want to share? You think no, they don't no. want to share think, the game?
1: I think that um acting is such a weird world. Um that people get such a big head about it and they think that that you're they're too good, you know, for, for Oh,
0: that's the way that's, they keep their edge.
1: Yeah. They're like, "Oh, you're a you're a extra. You know, don't look at me."
0: Yeah, he can't keep you know what his what I mean? edge as, as as a lead actor if he if he mingles with the peasants.
1: Yeah, so and meanwhile, right. that whole time I was in Indiana on my biggest film I've ever done, I was hanging out with the crew. Everyone thought I was a grip for the first 2 weeks of <laughs> filming. I'm serious. And then I was a grip. A grip is somebody that follow, like walks around with like tape and stuff oh, like that, and oh, marks okay. and uh, um sets up equipment and stuff like that. Assistant uh, basically. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, production crew assistant guy. Um but they did, and then whenever I asked them I was like, "They seen me on set in my outfit, like my my sheriff's outfit, because I play a I play a sheriff in that a sheriff deputy in that movie." Okay, and um, they said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Getting on set and getting ready to go." And that's like, "I thought you were crew." I was like, "No, man." And they were like, "You are the <laughs> coolest guy to hang out with us for the last two weeks."
0: Damn. And man. you
1: know, well, that's how that's just how I am. You know, I'd rather hang out with uh, I'd rather be try to be humble you know and, right. and i'm not no i don't think i'm hot shit and i and i enjoy interacting with people i like learning stuff that's why whenever i met you and you told me about a cop podcast i was immediately in sight like intrigued i'm like this is cool i've never yeah. met a guy that does podcast that's for oh, cool yourself yeah? it's yeah. your first this is my first podcast man
0: it's your first podcast yeah. man? oh man you're doing man, great man yeah, I ain't never well the, the 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 production and acting and music and you know everything has prepared you for this now it's not your first interviewer
1: no, it's not my first interview. Right, man. Yeah, man, you, but it is. Great. But still, podcast is a big thing. I like podcasts. I listen to them all the time. I've been, you know, re- watching up your videos, and I was like, dude, this guy's gonna have me on this show. I was like, that's hey, Rich, fucking yeah. awesome. And you're welcome <laughs> to come.
0: You're welcome to come back anytime, though. Anytime you need to promote something, or anytime yeah, you just yeah. have a topic on your mind that you want to speak on, whether it be heavy or light, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I always come through, man. I, I love interacting with good energy, like good people. Like you know, I don't care about people's color background. None of that, bro. Like, I I didn't been public school, private school, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in the church, you know what I'm saying? But I lived in the hood and, you know, seen different sides of things. But one thing I learned, bro, through life, you know what I'm saying? Whether I'm in a library or in a prison yard, people are people and they're going to respect, respect. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the bottom line to it. I'm going to demand my respect, but the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give it.
1: Exactly. You feel what I'm saying?
0: And that's got me a lot further than Mm -hmm. life. I didn't met bad people of every like i said creed color you know what i'm saying and background though but the majority of people i have met in life been good people and um like i said i believe that's because of the good energy that i'm willing to put out you know what i'm saying i'm willing to walk away from the bad energy because yeah. i just i don't have time for shit like that in my life meeting you meeting people like dirty mouth bro um i finally got a chance to meet smiley the comedian finally got a chance to meet mark caesar you know what i'm saying these people who i've been seeing on social media and actually following them before i met them yeah yeah. so just going into the communist part man i'm gonna start making sure i I do that a little bit more often dog. because um it's just been all good energy like you know the people that i actually have took the chance to reach out and and interact with bro it's been good and it's been therapeutic for me just getting just out with the old and with the new type of thing you know what i'm saying and and it's really been it's really been positive for me man so like i said you welcome back anytime man you what what is it what is it that brandon like when 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 you leave a room when you leave a setting or when you move leave a movie set or you when you leave you know a a group of kids you just got through um mentoring uh, or giving some positive words to what do you want to leave people with like what do you want people to remember you know, when, when Brandon left, you know what I'm saying? What, what what do you want that room to be left with from Brandon?
1: Um, I'd hope that they would think that um, you could still do cool shit and be a decent person and, and, and not be, you know, super into yourself. You know, you could stay humble. You can stay st- humble. Yeah. yeah, you can stay humble. You can and then and, and still do a lot of stuff. And, and, you know, you don't have to you don't have to convert to like being an asshole and shutting people out because you think that's what's going to get you far in life.
0: What you got right now that's that's playing, streaming, you know what I'm saying, uh, on this, anywhere that the people could...
1: Yeah. We have, um, like I said, we have uh, Horror Noir, the black history anthology. Horror, not horror. horror. I'm yeah. talking
0: to my people. Y'all know how we, you know, the man said horror. Y'all heard him. Go yeah. ahead, brother.
1: <laughs> and it's uh, It's streaming on Shutter. Okay. And um, Now I See is the, the big film that I did last year. It's supposed to be coming out this year. Um, so you can check, you know, your local streaming sites and theaters. Yeah, you're you know. right, man. Now, now I see. I y'all see. make
0: sure I believe it's going to theaters. You said,
1: yeah, yeah, it's going to theaters. I believe it's going to Amazon Prime. I will make sure y'all check my
0: boy out, man. Now I see. Now I see.
1: Yeah, and music. Um, I have a little bit of music going on. Um, that I've been recording recently. Where can they find it? Um, it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's um Vincent Von Valentine. That is under yeah vincent
0: vine valentine yeah yeah. you got to text me that so i can make sure that pop up on the screen that's that's gonna be a hard one but um but yeah
1: yeah that's about um you know i got some other stuff that i'm I'm planning um got a tv show i don't know if you're familiar with um too much stand-up comedy but um got a tv show coming out that we're gonna we're we're gonna be shooting it in august um starring uncle laser who's a comedian from austin texas okay and um it's gonna be really cool it's called no, i'm gonna charge you to
0: this though i'm gonna yeah. need you to start um introducing me into to more of that lane because i uh shout out the dirty mouth i did go out last week and interact and, and with them i'll be out tomorrow night you know what i'm saying that's right, my right. partner bro like yeah. real shit. she's been giving me a lot of positive energy a lot of game you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and introduce me to people like yourself so yeah, yeah. um she was real cool real talk so um yeah man i want to get out more learn more people come out to more events you know what i'm saying and, and really Get into, you know what I'm saying, the fabric of things instead of just being on the outside looking in. So yeah, because yeah. I wanna, I wanna get in movies. I wanna do some acting. I wanna do. I definitely got things that I'm writing and producing and go direct on my own. But yeah, I don't want to yeah. just do it from an independent standpoint as far as just staying local with it. I wanna, I wanna learn this thing. I wanna go get as much education and training on it as possible. You know, I want to really yeah. pursue this yeah. thing for real. So Absolutely. that's something and we go, we go get together on a
1: lot. Yeah, you know we can do saying? that and and i don't mind you know chatting about anything that you want to chat about as far as some goes and mm-hmm. the industry and how all that other stuff works
0: yeah so man we, i don't know if we can afford you man but we go try to get mr benton you know what i'm saying to come do some work with m one e man because we we have some um force we'll i have my bag with i got
1: <laughs> something more we'll somehow i got a little story
0: i'll let you read some of it yeah you promise not to steal no 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 You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, um Brandon Lee Benton, man. Million Views Podcast. I'm Wilson Mills. You can catch me at Wilson Mills on all platforms. Million one ENT on all platforms, man. When I say all platforms, I mean all. Y'all make sure y'all check us out. How can they get with you, Mr. Benton?
1: Yeah, you can look me up. Uh that's real Brandon Lee Benton on Instagram. Um that's where I'm more active. So
0: catch him on IG. You know what I'm saying? Or you can see him in the streets. What can they catch you at as far as your comedy?
1: Uh, Other than probably, the comedy house. Yeah, the comedy house. You can see me at the Ugly Dog Saloon. Um The Ugly
0: Dog. I, I yeah, like the Ugly, ugly dog.
1: dog. the Carrollton station, yeah, um, the Hi Ho Lounge. Um any 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 mic you see on uh, Eventbrite, look on Eventbrite, you know, New Orleans and um on any given day I could be there. So Yeah.
0: I'm going to let him check that out, man. We out of here, man. Like I said, man, this has been another episode, exclusive interview, man, with Wilson Mills, bro. Million Views Podcast, man. We out this thing. Peace. Thank you, brother.